Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them. I have great intentions of reading them. And yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me. Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. Cue laundry, making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Hey there, and welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siekman, back to chat with you today about all things life, business, and badassery. If you happen to be new here, let's catch you up super quick, and this will segue into the topic of our chat today anyways. I built this podcast around the concept of redefining reckless. You know all those things that life tells us we should be doing and the way we should be doing them. And you know that deep desire to go your own way, at your own pace, that ultimately leaves you feeling guilty or wrong, like you're being reckless in some way? Listen, my life is not like that. This community is not like that. We may be a little rogue in a good way, but we're reasoned with how we do it. Get it? Rogue and reasoned. And we have real conversations each week that maybe go against the grain a bit or aren't said as bluntly as they should be. We are redefining what reckless looks like and making it okay to live our lives on our own terms. When we do straighten out our thoughts and finally become comfortable, or at least more comfortable, in our own skin, in our own timeline in life, we tend to meet a little resistance. Other people notice. They don't understand it. Or maybe they envy it. Something I've seen happen, better yet heard happen, over and over again, is someone's attempt at breaking down my or someone else's gifts, talents, and successes in an attempt to even out the playing field, to make themselves feel better about something that is clearly lacking on their end. We don't have time for negative energy. We don't have time for unnecessary battles and self-justifications. We don't need to lower our bar, sweep our badassness under the rug, or tone down our metaphorical eyeshadow to enable someone else's lack of effort or failure to succeed. This is not a participation trophy kind of thing. Stop devaluing me to feel better about you. This is not a topic I lose sleep over by any means or get super offended by. I just think it's fucking annoying and I'd like to call attention to it. As you listen, I hope you not only learn to recognize it and manage your own emotions and reactions surrounding it, but also call yourself out. I've done this dumb shit before. I've completely devalued someone else because I needed an excuse as to why I didn't have what they have or were as good at something as they were. 
it's a fucking waste of time. It's a waste of everyone's time. So if you're picking up what I'm putting down during the episode, make sure you're applying it to your own behaviors as well as you roll your eyes at the people in your life who have this dumb little habit. I'm no psychologist, but it seems that people devalue others to make themselves feel better for a few reasons. From my standpoint, first, maybe they are completely narcissistic. Those people suck anyways, but maybe also because they are jealous. They are socially inept and completely clueless. Perhaps they have low self-esteem or a lack of confidence, and a dig at you gives them a bit of an adrenaline dump to get by on for the next hour. They are at a low point and want some company down below. It's been said that what you see in, or in this case, say about others, is a reflection of yourself, your shortcomings. So essentially, what I'm calling out is people who break down other people's successes because they are feeling inadequate or try to latch on to a group success that they are loosely associated with to feel like they contributed, even when they didn't. I want to talk this out and give a few examples because I think our minds automatically go to work when we consider this, like that's the only success we can have in life, but it's more than that. It hits in all areas of life. Truthfully, the sparking comment for today's chat did involve business, so let's start there and we'll get to the other stuff in a few minutes. This is one that I've gotten before, but got again recently, and I was like, really? We're still using this? We're still doing this? I was chatting with a client about a learning curve they were having, and they told me in a frustrated, almost accusatory way, this just comes so easy to you. That's why you're so good at it. Oh, I was wondering why. Thanks for informing me how natural and simple it was. Or perhaps I fucking work to be as good at this as I am. Here's the problem with that statement. It negates my years of work. It negates those late nights and early mornings spent teaching myself how to successfully do that task you've been trying to do for all of five minutes. I get it. You're frustrated. It's a lot to learn. But your struggle with it is not due to the fact that you just weren't graced with a certain talent. It's due to the fact that you are new. You haven't had enough reps and you still have a lot to learn. And if you'd stop whining, you'd have more time to actually find your rhythm with it or soak in that knowledge I am trying to share with you. Because by saying stuff like this, it doesn't get me mad. It just makes me not want to be around you or work with you. It's annoying. And even if someone is graced with a certain talent and is just naturally good at something, that doesn't mean shit for you. Work twice as hard, three times as hard. If it is something you want to do or have to do to get from point A to point B, figure it out. Life isn't fair or equal. You're being a victim with this mindset. I've had other things said in the work realm also that always evoke a low sigh for me. Like, you've just had the right things fall into your lap. No, honey, I knocked out a window or opened a door for myself to get those opportunities. You know, I actually believe this about other people and even some of my own situations. The right place, right time shit. Until I decided to acknowledge the work I did to be in that right place at that right time, the energy I held and what I manifested, how I worked with the universe to get that opportunity, and how other people have done this for themselves. Or how about you were set up for this because of your connections? Now, maybe that's not entirely wrong, but please consider that I built those connections. 
I networked like a motherfucker to get the attention of someone who could introduce me to another someone. Have you networked? Have you built relationships? I've been told that I'm successful because I just happened to start my business at the right time. I mean, thank God, all those lucky charms I brought to that little calendar leprechaun paid off and he let me know the exact date and time to press go on my dreams. I mean, he was a real lifesaver. Or it's because you're pretty and have big tits. Okay, well, that's like me saying you're getting attention only because people pity your extreme ugliness and small penis. It's a bit different, huh? Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Haven's Kitchen. It's time to tantalize your taste buds and mix it up in the kitchen with Haven's Kitchen's six delicious sauces. Choose from red pepper romesco, golden turmeric tahini, tangy barbecue sauce, herby chimichurri, zippy chili harissa, and their gingery miso sauce. And each of their convenient packets can not only be used as a sauce, but also as a marinade or dressing, opening up even more tasty and creative possibilities for your meals. Want to give them a try? You can pick out your favorite flavors using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and show off your recipes and dishes in your stories and posts. One of the most pathetic ways I think people devalue others is surrounding the kid thing. Not only is it dumb, it is insensitive. Some people really struggle with infertility, miscarriage, stillbirth, and other reproductive issues. To use this absence, not lack, there's nothing inherently missing if you don't have a kid and you can lead a completely fulfilling and happy life without kids. I do it. I just mean literal absence. As a reason for why they have something else is a dick move, I think. Perhaps they would give up that thing you're devaluing and are clearly so jealous of to have said kid. Examples. That dress fits you slash looks good on you because you don't have kids. As if all my proper nutrition, workouts, and focus on healthy balance have nothing to do with it. I'm sorry that you're insecure about your body. I get it, truly. I have a lot of insecurities still with mine, a lot. But don't comment on how I look or why I look that way in an attempt to rationalize why you just ate an entire box of muffins in bed last night at 1 a.m. Fuck, like, what if someone you said that to had just miscarried a few months prior? Maybe they wish their belly was full of baby and curvier right now, not flat and in a smaller size than you. I frequently get told that I'm able to do so much and have so much more time because I don't have children. Sunshine, we all get to choose what responsibilities we take on, for the most part. I didn't choose the kids card, but you did. That doesn't mean I don't have other responsibilities that take up my time, ones that you don't have. You want something I have? Make the time to get it. Right now, you're wasting your time complaining about mine. People love to harp on time as if it's a fucking elusive Tickle Me Elmo doll from the 90s. If you're much younger than me, sorry, it just had to be there. Because I'm self-employed and home-based, I get the, your schedule is more flexible than mine thing. Again, you're not wrong. I've created a work situation where it can be. However, it doesn't mean I have more time than you and have to pick up your slack or sit at home painting my toenails a different color each day. I work the same, maybe more. It's just during a different set of hours. 
Has anyone ever tried to devalue your intelligence or education? The whole, you're smarter than I am thing. Am I though? What are we measuring this on? ACT scores from over half my life ago? I am smart. I think so. But much dumber people than me have been more successful. Education is important. And if you don't feel smart enough, keep getting yours until you do. The answer here is that you never stop. If you aren't educating, then you aren't maintaining your smarts. In which case, then yes, I am smarter than you because I'm always fucking learning. Or maybe there's that person that just tries to take credit for it all. A family member once told me, you're successful because of me. To this date, it is one, if not the most devaluing thing someone has ever said to me, and in turn made me devalue my view of their so-called support over the years. Because it wasn't unconditional. It was clearly self-serving. I'm successful because I took advantage of the tools and opportunities that were made available to me and worked my ass off. I used my talents. I dreamed my dreams. I used my creativity. I fought my battles. Let me politely show you the door on that one. Now, if you sense some sassiness for me, again, it's not because it hurts my soul and I'm losing sleep. It's A, because I'm generally sassy. And B, because I'm becoming more and more passionate about just letting people have their damn peace and their own lives and their own wins that look nothing like your wins. And all of that is okay. We don't need to devalue things about others to feel better about ourselves. That worry about yourself thing that we were taught in kindergarten when we felt the urge to narc on the boy picking his boogers and smearing them under the desk was some of the best advice we were ever given. Yet we've lost it on our journey of self-righteousness and scorekeeping. So with these examples, see, it's not just about work. People dig at all areas of life. Kids, time, finances, creativeness, all of it. And I'm sure now you're thinking about all the dumb stuff people have said to you specifically, but hopefully you're also thinking of maybe some of the dumb stuff you say. Because screeching tires... We suck sometimes too and need to rein it in. We need to change how we communicate. And not only communicate, but think. When you start saying or thinking, well, it's because of this, rework it immediately and form a new habit. If you are getting this thrown at you, understand where it's coming from. It's a reflection of that person, their insecurities, their failings, and their issues. And it's kind of validation too. What you're doing in life is obviously being noticed. It's successful enough for someone else to want to achieve it. That level that you're on is coveted in some way. So try not to see it as an attack. Try not to let it make you angry or defensive. It's just annoying. If you want, address it directly. You can do a little polite trolling back if needed. Otherwise, ignore it and remove yourself from it. Because one thing I don't want to encourage is surrounding yourself with it and just dealing with those annoying situations. They bring negativity and dead weight. So let it roll off and then you can roll out. So let's all do a virtual handshake here and agree to stop devaluing other people to make ourselves feel better and agree to remove ourselves from scenarios in which people do that to us because we don't have time for that nonsense. Agreed? Okay, agreed. See, this was productive. 
We are going to call it here on our little chat for the week, but you'll see me back in your app soon with a brand new episode of Rogue and Reasoned. Thank you for chatting with me today. And until then, stay badass. Bye, friends. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.